Two balls, one strike. She might want to look for one here. She has good power. 356 batting average coming in. Here's the pitch. Hits a shot. It could be. It's out of here over the left field wall. Two-run shot. Rainey put a blistering on it. Her teammates all ready to meet her at home plate. She slaps high five with Joellen Smith. And we got a time all game, folks. That was a no doubt about it. Down to the final out again. These cardiac Trojans keep it rolling. They were down to their final out in the regional championship. A dropped pop-up on the final out there or they were done. Now a home run to tie it up. So she's looking at two strikes now, two outs for the Trojans. Jamie Meyer on at second base. Here's a liner to right field. Here comes the runner on third. The throw to home. The runner comes in safe. It's over and Wasser wins it on the base hit. Nevaeh Ginger does it again. And the Miracle Trojans celebrate a quarterfinal victory and it comes from nowhere. What a win by Owasso as they get the victory here. The comeback kids do it again. Well, it's time again for Owasso Trojans Tournament Softball. Hello again, everyone. This is Ted Fattel. I'm here at Secchia Stadium in East Lansing, Michigan, on the campus of Michigan State University. It's the MHSAA Division II semifinal here on Three Point Podcast Radio. The number five, 35-3 Trojans will square off with the number four and very young, 41-1 Gaylord Blue Devils. The first pitch is right around the corner, but first, here's our starting lineup of three-point podcast team members, and they include Advanced Elevator Company, the ALS Association of Michigan, Hankert Sportswear, JJ's Excavating and Tree Service, Nelson House Funeral Homes, the Owasso Speedway, Promec Engineering Services, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Sheridan Auction Service, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, William Graham Tax and Accounting, and Z92.5 The Castle. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Ted Fatale and also can follow our podcast site, Three Point Podcast, at Three Point Pod. Well, it's just an absolutely gorgeous morning here in East Lansing. We're at the field of the Michigan State Spartans. We got a, almost a sellout crowd here and just a spectacular setting for a state semifinal. In the quarterfinals on Tuesday down in Battle Creek, Owasso prevailed over Wayland 5 to 4. The comeback kids did it again, stunning the Wildcats. After their miraculous finish in the regional final with a walk off single by Nevea Ginger, she did it again with a walk off line drive to right field in the bottom of the eighth to stamp their ticket to this morning's semi. Trojans trailed 4-1 to one, heading into the bottom of the seventh. That brought up pinch hitter Emily Pumford, who made it a two-run game with a double. Senior DP, uh, their senior DP stepped into the box. That was Madison Rainey, and wow, did she make it rain 
as she pumped a two-run, two-out solo blast over the left field wall to tie it up and send the Trojan fans into frenzy and send the game into extra innings. Junior pitcher Macy Ireland was her usual steady self as she struck out the side in the top of the eighth, setting the stage for the wild finish. Ireland finished the game with 16 strikeouts and improved to 35-3. and The crowd on their feet here doing the wave, Owasso style, and they are pumped up and ready to go. But I'll tell you what, they're going to have their hands full. Gaylord has a little magic in their arsenal as well as they downed Hudsonville Unity Christian 8-7 in their quarterfinal appearance. Gaylord catcher. Taylor Mogenberg coming into the game batting 188, made her way to the plate in the bottom of the seventh. She told her coach, Abe Cruz, it's over. I'm going deep. She called her shot as she sat on a 2-0 fastball, slammed it over the 220-foot mark in left center, banging it off the scoreboard, sending the Blue Devils into celebration. Jaden Jones got the win for Gaylord, and in, who now improved to 41-1 on the season. Very impressive record for sure, but get this. They start six freshmen, two sophomores, and a junior. I'm not making it up. No seniors on the roster at all. And Gaylord beat Big Rapids 12-2 in the regional final for their first regional crown since 1991. Owasso lost the coin toss, so it will be Gaylord, the home team, and they'll start out in the field. Owasso's batting order will include leading it off, Number one, second baseman, freshman Lexi Hemker, batting 310 on the season. Man in the number two spot, number nine, DP, Madison Rainey, coming off that big home run. She's a senior, batting 360 on the year. Her first homer, by the way, on the season was that shot to help the Trojans get here. Number three hitter, she was walked intentionally three times in that quarterfinal game, is pitcher number 11, junior Macy Ireland with that tremendous record for Owasso. She was the pitcher of record in all 38 games, 35-3 and three on the season. Batting cleanup for Owasso, first baseman. Number 18, senior, Ren Tuttle. Tuttle has had some big hits throughout the tournament and this season. Batting fifth, number eight, the scrappy shortstop, Jamie Meyer. She's a 10th grader. Batting in the eighth spot. Very important for that pitching battery. The catcher, number 10, senior, Carly Kincaid. Kincaid, a 420 hitter on the season. Batting next, number 13, right fielder, Kendall Anderson. She's a junior. The eighth batter, getting some action at the plate here today. Number 16, third baseman, Sydney Summers, only a sophomore. And the girl that really has been clutch, batting second leadoff at number nine, center fielder, Nevaeh Ginger. She's a 12th grader. You're going to be hearing a lot of crowd noise today as both teams have traveled well. We've got a full contingent of media here in the press box. And i got to tell you, exciting for an old guy like me, a chance to do a state semifinal ball game on a world-class field. This is going to be a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it when you listen to this on Three Point Podcast. Defensively for the Blue Devils, the battery will be Avery Parker at pitcher. Taylor Mogenberg will be her catcher this morning. 
Abby Rudolski will be at first, Alexis Shepard at second, Jaden Jones at short, Alexis Kozlowski at third base. In the outfield, Hallie Lenartwitz. In center field, Addison Wangler. And in right, Caitlin Robbins. The outfield fence, dark green for Michigan State. The Michigan State logo in the center. The Sparty heads on left and right center. The field dimensions here, approximately 210 down each line. 220 to center field. We'll get to our first pitch in just a moment, but I want to tell you about the good folks at Owasso Speedway. They've been entertaining families since 1939, racing action on the Big O every Saturday with a green flag waving at 7 o'clock. Check them out at Facebook at Owasso Speedway MI. Also, Advanced Elevator Company. They feature top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators. An area business leader and a longtime supporter of high school sports. For great deals, go online at SheridanAuctionService.com for information on upcoming auctions. The auction house is packed with all kinds of great items. Sign up for email notifications or call Troy Crow of Sheridan Auction Service at 989-720-SELL for other details. Our umpires for today's contest include home plate umpire Tom Russum at first base, Jim Johnson over at third base, Craig Kuypers. Gaylord goes on to the field to play defense here. They are the home team this morning. Trojans getting some final instructions by their head coach, Joellen Smith, and her uh, first base coach and partner in life, Terry Smith. Joellen, now in her 38th season, 807 wins against 538 defeats. Farthest she has taken this Trojan team is today, this semifinal action. They are living it up, and they have really excited the Owasso community. On the mound right now, number three, Avery Parker, finishing up her final tosses as we get ready to get this one underway. Parker, 23-9 and on the season. She's a right-handed thrower. We have Gaylord wearing the navy blue uniforms, the tops, and the uniform pants, along with the blue socks. We're getting ready for our first pitch here just after 10 o'clock in the morning here on this Thursday, June 17th morning. Leading it off for the Trojans will be Lexi Hemker, the freshman second baseman. Coming into this ball game with a 310 average with 21 RBIs and no home runs. She's a right-handed hitter, wears number one. And we're about ready to get this one underway from Michigan State. Here's the windup and the pitch. Drop ball just low. Was across the plate but called ball one. Just underway here. Here's the second pitch right on the outside corner. One and one called strike there by umpire Tom Rossum. Tremendous crowd over here at this beautiful, beautiful facility. They've upgraded this a few years ago. Here's a pitch. Curveball. Swing and a miss by Hemker. She falls behind. One ball, two strikes here to lead off this contest. It's been a magical season really for both teams. Only one loss for Gaylord. Here is Hemker, pops one up here, goes out of play. Man from Chi-Town caught that one over by the Gaylord dugout. 
Hemker stays alive. Just a beautiful day, a few wispy clouds in the sky, but bright blue, sunshiny, late morning here from East Lansing. Here's the pitch. Hemker hits one to short. It's knocked down. Hemker hustling down the line. She'll beat it out. Hit it hard. We're going to give her a hit on that one. Shortstop Jones tried to backhand it, but bobbled it a just a little bit. It was a tough play. So Hemker sets the table with a leadoff base hit. That'll bring to the plate one of the real heroes of that quarterfinal game. Madison Rainey, who hit the game-tying two-run shot in the bottom of the seventh. She'll be at the designated position here today. She squares around to bunt. Hemker off the bag at first. They throw it down there to try and get her. It goes into right field, but Hemker has to stay at first as Caitlin Robbins runs it down. Rainey went at the, bat, at the ball, so they'll call it a strike on the bunt attempt. Rainey, a 360 hitter on the season. Here's a pitch, line drive to shortstop. Double play ball, bobbled by the shortstop. Too late. Oh, they call her out at second base. Oh, very, very close. So Rainey will go down as a fielder's choice. She'll make it to first base. And the fielder's choice actually goes to second. Shortstop unassisted. So one down. That brings up the Trojans' best hitter, Macy Ireland, a junior, batting 521 on the season. Where's number 11? 53 RBIs, five home runs. As I mentioned, the dimensions here 210 down each line, around 220 in center field. Here's a pitch. Ireland takes a big swing at a riser, fouls it back to the screen. Strike one. Madison Rainey at first base. She got there on the fielder's choice. Here's the second pitch. Ireland hits one towards the pitcher. She'll just go to first base with it. And that'll make it two outs, but it does move Rainey up to second base. So coming up to the plate with an RBI situation, looking in front of her with Rainey on at second. One of the Trojan sluggers, Ren Tuttle. She's a senior first baseman. Steps in the right box. Here is the pitch by Parker. Taken for a ball. Runner goes to third on the pass ball by the catcher there, Taylor Mogenberg. Got away from her and went all the way back to the backstop. So ball one to Ren Tuttle. Just underway here, no score. Trojans, the visiting team, up first. Here's Tuttle. Lines one to second, but stabbed and flipped over to first base. Great play by Alexa Shepard. Tuttle hit it hard, but she's retired at first. So a runner left on third base. No run scored, and we go to the bottom of the first inning. No score here from East Lansing. 
JJ's Excavating and Tree Service can help you homeowners with many things, including driveway projects, gravel work, and general property maintenance. The JJ's team, also experts in tree removals, including stump grinding. Call them at 989-277-9059 for a free estimate today. Nelson House Funeral Goal. Funeral homes, their top goal is to serve the families in our community. The number one priority, caring for our friends and neighbors and being right there when you need them the most. Check out more info on the web at nelson-house.com. Well, Macy Ireland finishing up her final warm-up tosses here, and she'll face a very, very strong-hitting young Gaylord Blue Devil squad. Leading it off will be Avery Parker. She's the, the pitcher for Gaylord. Only a freshman, batting 537 on the season with 62 RBIs and nine home runs. I talked to head coach Abe Cruz a little while ago. I said, man, how'd you make it here with six freshmen and two sophomores in your starting lineup? He said, well, the freshman girls, they won a state little league state championship when they were in that uh, 11, 12-year-old range. So they got some talent, and they don't get intimidated. They've been in pressure situations. So one of those freshmen at the plate right now, right-handed hitter. Here is Ireland's pitch, swinging in a miss, and she blew it by Avery Parker. Ireland on the season, 35-3, and 470 strikeouts, only 39 walks, an ERA under .6. Unbelievable. Here's Ireland's pitch, fouled it up off the screen. First base coach runs it down, throws it back out to the pitching circle. So it'll be Avery Parker behind in the count now, 0-2. Here's the wind-up by Ireland. The pitch, oh, called strike three as she caught the inside corner. And she's got some velocity working here very early. One up, one down here for the Blue Devils. That'll bring up number nine, second baseman, another freshman, Alexis Shepard. Shepard coming into the ballgame, batting 333 with 31 RBIs and a home run. Ireland to the wind-up and the pitch. Just missed outside and maybe a bit high. Outfield shaded towards right field is Nevaya Ginger. Over on the right side there of second base. Left fielder Reese Thayer playing straight up. Here's Ireland's delivery in the pitch. Bunt squared away but pulled back and taken for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to the second hitter for Gaylord, Alexis Shepard. Here's Ireland's pitch. Line down the right field line on that 2-0 pitch, but it slices foul. So it'll be two balls, one strike now to Alexis Shepard. What a beautiful facility they have there. The grounds crew, of course, you would think at Michigan State would do a great job with the, the turf out there. Here's the pitch, hit towards second base. Kemker fields it cleanly, flips it over to Tuttle. Two up, two down. So that'll bring the number three hitter to the plate. Left-handed hitter, number 20, 
shortstop Jaden Jones, one of the real standouts on the team. 528 batting average, 70 RBIs. Kind of an open stance, a little bit like Rod Carew back in the day. Here's the windup by Ireland, the pitch, drop ball, a little bit too low, ball one. Don't forget when you're uh, listening to this broadcast, hey, give our podcast a, a try. Our latest one, Joellen Smith, one of our guests, talking about this Trojan team. Here's Ireland's pitch. On the outside corner, delay call by the umpire Tom Rossum. Evens it up at one ball and a strike. Well, this is the kind of morning where you want to have a little bit of sunblock on if you're sitting out there in the sun. Not a lot of shade here for the fans. Here's the pitch, popped up, back towards the screen. The catcher lost sight of it up in the sunshine. Kincaid, uh, it fell down between the backstop and home plate, but Kincaid just couldn't get a beat on it. So Jones has life. And I'll tell you, you see a lot of weird plays in fast-pitch softball when you get deeper and deeper into the tournament. Here's Jones stepping in again. Here's the pitch by Ireland, this time a waste pitch outside. Evens the count 2-2 here to the number three hitter for Gaylord. No score. We're in the first inning, bottom of the first. Gaylord and Owasso, Division II semifinal. The winner of this game will go to Saturday's 10 a.m. start right back here at Sequia Stadium. Ireland with the windup and the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Strikeout swinging, and Ireland retires aside. So we head to the top of the second inning. No score here from MSU. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is a mortgage and land contract services company that is focused on your success. One-on-one service, led by Jim Woodworth. Call 989-720-4380 or get more info on the web at successgroupmortgage.com. At the plate will be Jamie Meyer, the shortstop. She takes a swing and a miss on a drop. Her favorite musician, Justin Bieber. Here's a slash down the third baseline, just foul. As Alexis Kozlowski fields it in foul territory. Her favorite food is her grandma's mac and cheese. That sounds pretty good right about now. Here's a hit down the third base line again. So Meyer fighting off some tough pitches here by Avery Parker. Parker has the flowing curly blonde locks out there on the mound. Where's the face protection? Here's the windup and the pitch. A line drive single into left field. Meyer all over that one and she hits a line drive base hit. Gets the Trojans on the base pass early here again with nobody out. That'll bring up catcher number 10, senior Carly Kincaid. Joellen Smith up talking to the home plate umpire. I'm not sure what that was all about. Thought she was going to maybe put a runner in, but just had to get some clarification. Carly Kincaid, 
12th grade catcher, squares around a bunt, makes an attempt at it, so it's strike one. No score here from MSU, Owasso, and Gaylord, a couple of premier teams in Division Two. Avery Parker goes to the lineup, the bunt attempt again, this time Kincaid couldn't get on top of it and she fouls it back to the screen. She's now behind 0-2 to Parker who can really use any assortment of her pitches to try and get her to fish at it. Here's the windup. It's fouled down the right field line. Kincaid stayed on top of that late and got a good piece of the bat on the ball, but it's just lined out out of play. This field is really, really beautiful, and what a great batting background with all the trees behind us. Here's a foul ball over towards the Gaylord dugout, which is the third base dugout here today. Bounces off the screen there, so Kincaid staying alive, trying to get the timing of the pitches. She's behind in the count, 0 and 2. No score here from MSU. Here's the pitch, just misses inside. One ball, two strikes now to Carly Kincaid. Number 10. Excellent catcher for Ireland this season. Here's a line drive up the middle, base hit. Solid swing by Kincaid, and that'll move. Meyer up to second base. The Trojans got a little something brewing here. That'll bring up junior right fielder Kendall Anderson. Looks like they're going to put a courtesy runner into the ball game. Brielle Sovis, the sophomore, comes in to run for Kincaid. So Kendall Anderson coming to play, 289 hitter. 20 RBIs on the, the season. The Trojans got something going here. Nobody out. Runners at first and second. No score. Here's a pitch. Gets in the dirt. Nice block that time by Taylor Mogenberg, the catcher. Here's a pitch. Just misses high. Kendall attended Owasso Central Elementary School before she moved on to secondary. Here's a bunt right in front of the plate. Great bunt. Throw goes to first base. Out, but a beautiful sacrifice bunt. Catcher to first. And that moves the runners up now to second and third. Boy, that ball was just absolutely perfectly bunted in front of the plate. It just came to a rest about two feet in front of the plate. That brings up Sydney Summers. Now, she didn't get any plate appearances in the last game. She takes a ball inside. Her favorite musician is Thomas Rett. She likes that country music. Here's a pitch. A swing and a miss. 1-1. One, one. We got one out here in the top of the second. Owasso runners on first, or excuse me, on second and third. They left a runner on third base in that first inning. Here's the pitch. This ball goes to the screen. The runner on third coming home. Slides head first. Save. Meyer. A little bit of a late G 
jump coming off the bag, but then she came in hustling, went head first, and the Trojans are on the board. Still only one out. Summers at the plate. Trojans would like to get uh, their pitcher, Macy Ireland, a little insurance run here early. There's a base hit to left. Sydney Summers with a solid swing and rounds first base, drives in Kincaid. And Owasso now up 2 nothing. Three singles here in the uh, second inning. Fourth hit of the contest. That'll bring to the plate the heavenly one, Nevaeh Ginger, the hero of the last couple of games. With game-winning hits, well, actually game-tying hit in the one. No, let me get that back. Game-winning hits in both contests in the quarterfinal and the regional final. Takes a ball inside. Two balls to Nevaeh. Should be a good hit and pitch here. She might want to jump on something. It takes it ball, but it's high. So 3-0. and Parker all of a sudden getting a little bit rattled. This is a young team. Her favorite television show is The Vampire Diaries. Takes a ball, takes it all the way on 3-0. and Well, the scoreboard says 2-1. and I thought it was 3. We'll just double check that. Runner on it first. Owasso leads it here 2 to nothing. She swings and misses on an inside drop. So we'll make it official. 2-2 is the count. Don't count on my scorekeeping to keep you up to date. I'll just do my best. Here's the pitch. Hit towards left. And it goes foul between the left fielder and the third baseman. So Nevaeh Ginger stays alive. Reese Thayer is uh, in left field today. She is the flex player. The Ginger at the plate right now. The DP today, Madison Rainey. There's a ball, and it was three and two, so ball four. As Ginger trots over to first. This might prompt a visit by the head coach of Gaylord, Abe Cruz. The catcher goes on out to kind of try and slow down Avery Parker just a little bit. Of course, Mogenberg, the hero of Gaylord's last ball game, their quarterfinal win with a walk-off home run off the scoreboard in left center. They sent Hudsonville Unity Christian home. Top of the order, up for the Trojans here. They got runners on it. First and second, it's Lexi Hemker who led off the ball game with a base hit. 310 hitter on the season. Takes a ball a little bit high. Hemker, who attended Central Elementary School, she lists her favorite television show as The Office. How can you beat that one? She takes a strike right down the middle. Again, Tom Russum, a little bit slow on giving the signal. Looked like a strike. I was going to call it a strike, but I had to wait till the arm went up. Two balls and a strike here to Lexi Hemker. Hits one towards short. Shortstop fields it, goes to second base, goes to first. 
to try and complete the double play, but the first baseman, Radulski, was pulled off the bag. Pretty good turn there. Jones to Shepard to Radulski. But we have the fielder's choice at second base. And that'll bring to the plate Madison Rainey, the DP here. Boy, a duck on it third. Be nice for the Trojans to knock one in here. Takes a ball inside. Trojans might want to try a little something with the runner at first. Hemker over there. She's on the, at uh, first base. Sydney Summers standing over at third. 2 nothing the Trojans. Here's the pitch. Oh, it's hit towards the pitcher. It was a check swing and accidentally hit it. It'll go as one to three. Three out. But the Trojans take a 2 nothing lead right here on Three Point Podcast. Hankard Sportswear, they're the leaders in our area for clothing and more as far as printing goes. Located in the heart of Owasso on West Exchange Street with a full line of Trojan gear in stock, follow them on Facebook at hankard.sportswear. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. A tax and bookkeeping pro located on Bacchus Street in Corona near McCurdy Park. Call Bill for an appointment at 989 743 5459. All right, we're here in the bottom of the second inning. Macy Ireland has a two run lead here with the top of the, or the bottom of the second about ready to get underway. Stepping in will be third baseman, sophomore Alexis Kozlowski, a 515 batting average. He's a left handed hitter, uses almost all the box to spread out. Takes a ball outside. Giving her a lot of room up the middle as the shortstop, Jamie Meyer, playing her over towards third base and the second baseman, Hemker, over towards first. Here's Ireland, the windup and the pitch. Fouled back at the screen. Healthy cut there by Kozlowski. Not sure what the capacity is here of Sekia Stadium, but there is not a seat to be had, and they have fans lined up on both sidelines. Just a great, great facility for softball. Here's the pitch. A line drive deep to right. The right fielder, Kendall Anderson, gets a beat on it, hauls it in. One up, one down. Kozlowski, a nice swing at that one, but it stayed in the park. A little closer, con- or a little further confines than what we had in Battle Creek. Listed at 210 down the line, but it goes out pretty quickly to somewhere around 220, 225 in center. Left fielder Addison Wangler, the freshman, comes to the plate. Wangler, 487 batting average. Fouls one away, out of play over the first base dugout. Macy Ireland, one of the best pitchers in Trojan history and only a junior, a commit verbally to Kent State University in the MAC. Here's a pitch, fouled down at the plate. Wangler falls behind 0-2 now. Full slate of games here today from Michigan State University, home of the Spartans. Some soccer action going to be taking place here later on, I understand, too. Talk to 
longtime athletic director of uh, Corona, now East Lansing, Nikki Norris, coming into the stadium earlier today. And she's just here to be a fan, help out a little bit, and uh, do her part. Boy, what a great day to be out and about. So Ireland looks to her catcher now, Carly Kincaid. Here's the windup, the pitch, a little bit low. Good, good idea that time by Ireland being ahead in the count 0-2. But uh, Wangler, good eye that time, didn't, uh, didn't get fooled at all. Six freshmen here for Gaylord in the starting lineup and a couple of sophomores. Boy, you think the future looks bright for this team? Here's Ireland. Pitch, hit down the third baseline, foul. Third baseman. Summers picks it up in foul ground, about a foot foul. So Wangler will dig back in, the freshman left fielder, 39 RBIs on the season. One down here in the bottom of the second. Here's the windup and the pitch. Strike three. Swing and a miss. Third strikeout for Macy Ireland here this morning. So that'll bring up Abby Radulski, the first baseman. She's a sophomore, batting 346 on the campaign. Ireland working a little quicker here today than she did the other night. Here's one hit towards shortstop. Meyer comes up, fields it cleanly, guns it across the diamond. Three up, three down as the Trojans come to bat here in the top of the third. Well, you're hearing this special podcast radio presentation on Three Point Podcast. We're very excited to present this exclusive broadcast to our area worldwide. Three sports guys, three generations, three hot takes. We're proud to support area student athletes. Give us a follow on social media at Three Point Pod. Also, check out the ProMech Pros for any industrial service projects, large or small. ProMech Engineering specializes in turnkey installations, startups, and specialty plastic fabrication. For more details, go online at pro-mech.com. Well, coming to the plate for Owasso, Macy Ireland. Right-handed hitter, dangerous hitter, takes a ball inside. 521 on the season coming into this one. Parker winds up, falls fouled back into the screen here. One and one now to the Trojan number three hitter. She grounded out to the pitcher first time out. Up, so she's 66 for 126 on the season. Pretty lofty numbers. Takes a swing and a miss on a riser that time. She says uh, she's the youngest child in the family, and that makes her the favorite tri- favorite child. Well, there might be something to be said about that. Here is a hit. Back to the pitcher again. She'll be retired. One to three for second time here this morning. So I'll bring to the plate Ren Tuttle. Ren had a hard hit last time up to second baseman. Alexa Shepard on the ground, but she got good aluminum on it. Her favorite class is Cyan as she hits one towards shortstop. Shortstop bobbles it. 
and can't get the throw off. Tuttle hit it hard. I'd love to give her a hit, but it's got to go as an E. That was basically a one-hopper to the shortstop who just took her eye off it for a second. So that brings to the plate Jamie Mayer, who scored the first run for the Trojans. Tuttle on it first. A line drive down the first baseline. Macy Ireland struck out three Blue Devils so far. Trojans have a pretty good eye in the batter's box so far. There's no strikeouts here yet this morning. We're in the top of the third inning. Owasso up 2-0. Here's another good swing there by Mayer. The sophomore shortstop for the Trojans, but it's fouled back to the screen. 0-2 to number 8 for the Trojans. Right-handed hitter. Ren Tuttle on it first. Oh, change up this time. It was Mayer way ahead. Follows it over to the third base dugout area. Two strikes, no balls here to the shortstop. Ball high, rise ball. Mayer, she laid off that one. Two-nothing the Trojans. We're in the top of the third inning. Here's the pitch. Ball low. 2-2. Two -two. Well, Mayer hopes to attend university right here at Michigan State as she fouls that one off. Always like a kid that her favorite class in school is phys ed. Here's the pitch. Hits it up to the pitcher. Pitcher throws to shortstop, covering. Back to first. Two for the price of one on the twin bill. That one will go one to six to three. Double play. So that will send us to the bottom of the third inning. Owasso holding on to a 2 nothing lead. Z92.5 is local and live with an upbeat variety of music from the 80s to now. Also the longtime home of the Castle Game of the Week during football and basketball seasons. And also please consider a donation to the ALS Association of Michigan. Still no cure for Lou Gehrig's disease and every 90 minutes someone is diagnosed with ALS. For more details go online at webmi.alsa.org. Well we're going to the bottom of the third inning. Macy Ireland has been her usual stellar self so far. So it'll be leadoff hitter here in the bottom of the third, Taylor Mogenberg, the catcher. She was the hero of that quarterfinal game with a bottom of the seventh shot, a walk-off home run. What a thrill that's got to be for a youngster. Here's Ireland, the wind-up and the pitch. Strike one. I had to delay it again as it was high at the letters. Nicely done there by Mogenberg. Take, or actually by Ireland. Getting carried away here. Here's the windup. Pitch fouled back at the screen. Mogenberg falls behind 0-2. 188 hitter coming in. 
So that tells you not a lot of hits on the season, but boy, she had the big one for sure. Ireland, tremendous ERA of under 0.6. Swing and a miss by Mogenberg. She goes down swinging. Fourth strikeout here for Macy Ireland. And we're in the bottom of the third. That'll bring Hallie Lenartowitz up to the plate. Lenartowitz, 346 hitter on the season with 20 RBIs, right-handed hitter. Ireland goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. Ooh, bunt attempt. And it gets by Lenartowitz. She's the left fielder, strike one. She's another one of these freshman sensations for Gaylord. Outfield, Shaden her to hit it towards right field. She's a right-handed hitter. Here's the pitch by Ireland. Fouled off the toe. Rolls over down the third base line. So no balls. Two strikes here now. To Helly Lenartowitz. Here's the pitch. Swinging and a miss. She goes down on the high hard one. Ireland feeling pretty good right now as she has a good rhythm going. Fell behind the other night in the quarterfinal game. Didn't look quite her normal self early on, but she's got her A game going here early. Bun attempt by Robbins, the number nine hitter at DP. Strike one as she went at it. Ireland looking to strike out the side here for Owasso. The junior right-hander. She wheels. She deals. Here's the pitch. Bunted right back to her. And Ireland to Tuttle. One to three. Three up. Three down. Two strikeouts in that inning. So we go to the top of the fourth inning here from MSU. The Trojans lead it. Two to nothing. Right here at Three Point Podcast. The Owasso Speedway, they've been entertaining families since 1939. Check out the racing action on the Big O every Saturday with a green flag waving at 7. Also, check them out at Facebook at OwassoSpeedway.mi. Coming to the plate, the leadoff hitter here in the top of the fourth will be Carly Kincaid. Her favorite teacher, Mr. Clevenger, her future career, right at this point, undecided. Kincaid, the senior catcher here for the Trojans, right-handed hitter. Hits one up in the air behind second base. And finally, coming a long way to run that one down was Addison Wangler. Second baseman Alexis Shepard said, I don't want anything to do with that one, so... Wangler came way in close to the infield to run it down. That'll bring up Kendall Anderson, the junior. Last time up, she had a real nice sacrifice bunt to keep the Trojans rally alive where they had two runs, both their runs in that last inning. Hits one down the third baseline, foul. Left fielder Allie Lenardowitz runs that one down, throws it back into the infield. What a beautiful softball facility. 
Secchia Field here. It used to be called Old Old Field, I believe. Here's a hit up the middle. Solid base hit. Gets past the pitcher. Kendall Anderson on with a single. So Trojans, one out, one on. That'll bring up third baseman, sophomore Sidney Summers. Right-handed hitter, takes a strike at the knees. Ball gets thrown back to first base. Sliding back safely, Kendall Anderson. Good snap throw that time by Taylor Mogenberg. Parker working quickly. There's a little looper into left field, but the shortstop goes deep and runs it down. Goes all the way to first, and they get the double play. Great heads-up play by Jaden Jones, who went out into shallow left field to haul it in. The runner on first, Anderson, thought it was going to drop. She was almost a second. Jones turned around and fired it Willie Mays style after that basket catch he made in the 54 World Series and doubled up the runner at first base. So the Trojan side retired. We head to the bottom of the fourth now with Owasso hanging on to a 2-0 lead. So we go to the bottom of the fourth inning here. The Blue Devils at the plate. It'll be their leadoff hitter, Avery Parker, the pitcher. Open stance in the right side of the box. Macy Ireland goes to the lineup. A bunt towards the pitcher. Ireland will field it, flip it over to Tunnel. One up, one down. Right now... Gaylord just trying to manufacture something, something I've seen in the limited amount of games that I've had a chance to watch Owasso. They don't make a lot of mental mistakes. This team didn't get to 35-3 and by bobbling the ball around very often. So I'll bring to the play Alexis Shepard, well coached by Joe Smith. Here's a low one, bounces off the catcher, then the umpire, Tom Russum. He looks at his elbow and says, ah, I'll be all right, I'll shake it off. Catcher Kincaid does a nice thing, say, hey, you want me to give it a little break here? He said, no, I'm tough. So Shepard steps in on the, uh, in the right-handed batter's box. Here's Ireland to the windup and the pitch. A little bit high. Two balls, no strikes. Ireland's been masterful so far. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. No runs on the board here for Gaylord. Owasso leads it 2-0. Here's a pitch. Oh, inside ball three. So for the first time this morning, Ireland missing the plate just a little bit. With Gaylord down two zip here, you got to think that the batter, Shepard, will automatically take this one, maybe even the next one. One out. Trojans up to zip. Here's a wind up in the pitch. At the letters called strike one. Ireland snapped that one off nicely as she steps back behind the circle, comes back up to the rubber, puts her right foot pretty much in the center, rubs the ball on her right leg, and now goes to the wind up and the pitch. Just misses outside. So Gaylord gets their first batter on base here. In the top of the fourth, and Ireland a little bit disgusted as she fires the ball into her mitt. That'll bring up the third hitter, Jaden Jones. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning, Owasso up 
two to nothing. One out, one on here for the Blue Devils. Here's the pitch. Outside corner called strike one. Ireland again to the windup, fouled away off the screen. So two strikes here to the number three hitter, shortstop Jaden Jones. Great atmosphere here for a high school contest. Here's the windup and the pitch. One hit out towards the outfield, towards center field, carry-in. The center fielder, Nevaeh Ginger, on the warning track, hauls it in. And the Owasso fans roar and also collectively let out a big sigh of relief because that one was dangerous. Two outs. That brings to the plate Alexis. Kozlowski. She flew out to right field last time up. She's a left-handed hitter. Where's number eight? Third baseman here for the Gaylord Blue Devils. A great part of the state Gaylord is. Here's the pitch. Swinging foul back to the screen. On at first base is Alexis Shepard. 2-0 ball game. Owasso on top. Ireland goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. Little curve just missed the outside corner that time as Kozlowski laid off that pitch. A lot of contingent of Owasso youth baseball players in their uniform here sitting in front of the press box. Great support here for the gals. Here's the pitch. Outside corner just missed. Two balls and a strike here for Kozlowski. Macy Ireland looks to Kincaid, now goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. Fouled back, out of play. Back behind the screen. So count, 2-2. Two -two. And the left-handed hitter, Alexis Kozlowski, the sophomore, steps back into the box. Open stance, kind of a little bit pigeon-toed. Here's Ireland. Here's the windup and the pitch. Just missed outside. Owasso staying with their home gold uniform tops and white pants, and it's Gaylord all in blue here for this morning's contest. Ireland, here's the windup and the pitch. Swing and a miss. She goes down swinging. And another strikeout for Macy Ireland. That'll retire the side in the bottom of the fourth inning. Six strikeouts for Ireland, and the Wasso Trojans remain on top. Two to nothing. 
Advanced Elevator Company features top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators, an area business, an area business leader, and a longtime supporter of high school sports in mid-Michigan. So leading it off here for the Owasso Trojans, their leadoff hitter. I'll double, double check that. It's Nevaeh Ginger will lead it off. The number nine hitter takes the ball. Ginger's favorite movie, Coraline. Here's the pitch. Fouled down the third baseline. One and one to the Trojan center fielder. Her favorite college or pro athlete is Haley Cruz. Squares around, bunts it at the plate, goes foul. Catcher Taylor Mogenberg picks it up. So Ginger now behind in the count. One ball, two strikes. Owasso leads it, though, two, no two to nothing here on Three Point Podcast. Here's the pitch. A little nubber off the end of the bat goes to the pitcher. Parker flips it over to Abby Radulski, and we got one up, one down for the Trojans. Now it'll bring the top of the order up there. Lexi Hemker, who's a, an excellent player. Only a freshman. Her favorite movie is the Will Ferrell classic, Step Brothers. Takes a ball inside, gets away from Mogenberg. She'll run it down. One of her favorite hobbies is snowmobiling in the wintertime. Well, that's not a winter type of day today. Beautiful, absolute, beautiful June 17th. She takes a strike at the letters on the outside part of the dish. To Zip Owasso. We're in the top of the fifth inning. Here's the pitch. Hemker lines it down the third baseline. Foul. Parker going the distance so far for Gaylord, and of course you would expect nothing less from Macy Ireland who's pitched every inning for the Trojans except one. Here's a foul back to the screen. One ball, two strikes to the Trojan leadoff hitter. Wasso threatened in the first inning, left a runner at third. In the second inning they uh, scored two runs on four hits. Here's a changeup, and Hemker waits on it and slaps it into left field. So the Trojans have one on, one out. By the way, uh, I did double-check my scoring with the scorekeeper, and Tuttle's hit to shortstop in that uh, third inning. I had put it down as an error, but they give her a base hit officially, so I'm going to go with the official scorebook. So the Trojans just pick up their seventh hit with Hemker's grounder between short and third. That brings up Madison Rainey. Feeling pretty confident. Hits one down the right field line. Foul out of play. Rainey had that big two-run shot in the quarterfinal game to send it to extra innings, and that was won by a Nevaeh ginger base hit to right field. Scoring Mayer. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss there by Rainey. She wears number nine. She's a senior. Wasso does have some experience on this Gaylord team. Gaylord, six freshman starters and two sophomores to go with a junior. No seniors at all on their roster. 
Here's a pitch. Fouled back out of play by Rainey. Trojans lead it two zip. They have one on, one out here in the top of the fifth inning from Sequoia Stadium at Michigan State University. Parker, here's the windup, the delivery way high, gets away from the catcher, and the runner goes all the way to second on the wild pitch. So the Trojans have a runner in scoring position. Hemker standing at second base. The number two hitter in the lineup, Madison Rainey at the plate. The right-handed hitter takes it just inside. The catcher, Mogenberg, tried to frame it, but the umpire, Tom Rosson, he wasn't buying it. It was definitely inside by a bit. Rainey looking over the plate, takes it high, high and outside. Two and two now to the Trojans' DP. Two-nothing ball game. Owasso on top. Deepest they've ever been in the tournament. Here's one popped up on the infield. The shortstop, Jaden Jones, fields it right at the bag at second base. And that'll be the second out for the Trojans. Now they got the meat of their order coming up. Macy Ireland. Now... You might possibly see an intentional walk here, but uh, let's see if uh, Coach Cruz has scouted the Trojans enough. I know uh, Whalen walked her three straight times after she opened up the game with a double, but they're going to face her, and they roll one to the plate, and it goes all the way to the backstop, and the runner, Hemker, gets all the way to third base. Another wild pitch here by Avery Parker. So, Ireland, RBI opportunity, swings and fouls it back to the screen here. One and one to the Trojan pitcher. Big slugger for the Trojans also, 521 coming into the game. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss. Maybe the best pitch by Avery Parker here this morning as she put a little extra mustard on that one. I got my mustard sitting here right next to me to go on top of my pretzel a little later on today. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Oh, Ireland takes it for strike three. No doubt about it. First strikeout here by Avery Parker this morning. And that's a big one, leaving the Trojans with a runner on at third. So we head to... The bottom of the fifth inning here on three-point pod. Trojans lead it 2-0. Speaking of the pod, the podcast's favorite gathering spot is Rivals Tap House and Grill. Over 20 high-def TVs, awesome food, and fun. Coming out for all the big sporting events or just a night out. That's Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. So we head to the bottom of the fifth inning so far. The only base runner, a walk to Alexis Shepard in the fourth inning. Ireland has been in control so far. So coming to the plate here will be left fielder, freshman, number two, Addison Wangler. I don't know if she's related to the former Michigan quarterback, John Wangler, or not. Well, he had a good target in Anthony Carter back in the day. 
Wangler. Here's the windup. And the pitch. Swing and a miss there by Addison Wangler. Ireland's been mixing it up inside, outside, up and down. Very solid control pitcher. Here's the windup again, the pitch. A bunt down the third baseline. Third baseman fields it. Too late. First hit of the game. The bunt single. That one uh, may have a spun foul if uh, Summers would have let it go just a little bit further, but she fielded it, threw it to first, and too late. So Gaylord, down 2 nothing, has the leadoff hitter on. Wangler, and that brings to the plate Abby Radulski, the first baseman, right-handed hitter. Ireland looking into her catcher, Carly Kincaid. Here's the pitch, fouled back to the screen. Trojans up 2-0, having a fantastic season, 35-3 on the campaign. And, of course, Macy Ireland, the pitcher of record in all of those games. The only loss for Gaylord, they're 41 and 4, was to Traverse City West. Here's a pitch, popped up. Let's see if Kincaid can get it. She does. She fights it, but she runs it down and a pop up in foul territory. And the first out here in the bottom of the fifth. That'll bring Taylor Mogenberg to the plate. We mentioned it a few times, but the hero of the last game with a bottom of the seventh inning home run shot off the scoreboard to send Hudsonville Unity Christian home in the quarterfinal contest. Here's Ireland. Here's the pitch. Mogenberg takes a whack at it. Strike one. Ireland, 235 innings pitched, only 19 earned runs on the season. 0.55 ERA for the Trojan ace. She's on the pitching rubber right now in the circle. Looking to her catcher, Carly Kincaid. Here's the windup and the pitch. Swing and a miss. Taylor Mogenberg. One on, one out. Wangler on at first base. She had the bunt single. Radulski popped up to the catcher, Kincaid, and now it has Taylor Mogenberg at the plate here for the Gaylord Blue Devils. Here's the windup and the pitch. Oh, yeah, strike three. Hot looking. Excellent pitch there by Ireland on the outside corner at the knees. Seventh strikeout by the Trojan ace. That'll bring to the plate Hallie Lenartowitz. Right-handed hitter, open stance. Wiggling that bat. Here's the swing, or here's the pitch. A little bit high. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Gaylord trails Owasso to zip. Ireland with that slow delivery takes a pitch down at the outside corner. Called for a strike. A little bit of a curved drop that time by the Trojan pitcher. Winartowitz. Another one of those freshmen here for Gaylord. Six starting freshmen, unbelievable, and two sophomores in that starting lineup. Here's a pitch, swing and a miss. 
Ireland swats at her right thigh. She likes to walk back behind the circle, then come back up, take a couple deep breaths. Coach Joellen Smith on our last podcast, which is now downloaded, told us that she just likes to talk with uh, Macy a little bit, get her mentally into the groove. Well, she's mentally into it here today so far. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hit towards second base. Oh, bad bounce, but Hemker stays with it, flips it over to Tuttle, and that'll retire the side. Great job by Lexi Hemker to stay in front of the ball and knock it down. Picked it up, flipped it over to Ren Tuttle, and the Trojans retire the side again. So we head to the top of the sixth inning here at three-point pod with the Trojans leading it 2-0 over Gaylord. Well, for great deals, go online at SheridanAuctionService.com for info on upcoming auctions. The auction house packed with all kinds of great items. Sign up for email notifications or give Troy Crow a call at Sheridan Auction Service, 989-720-SELL for all the details. Also, JJ's Excavating and Tree Service. They can help you homeowners with many things, including driveway projects, gravel work, and general property maintenance. The JJ's team, also experts in tree removals, including stump grinding. Give them a call, 989-277-9059 for a free estimate. So leading it off for Owasso will be Ren Tuttle. We're here at the top of the sixth inning. The Trojans hanging on to a 2-0 lead. Here's a line shot to the left center, or right center gap. Tuttle rounds first. It's dropped at the outfield. Oh, Tuttle stands up with a double. She had an opportunity to make a triple out of it with a drop by Robbins, but Tuttle, solid aluminum on that one, hits a gapper to right center field. The Trojans got a little something going again. They'd love to get an insurance run here for their pitcher. Macy Ireland. Second hit of the morning for Tuttle as she had a base hit in the third. Here's one hit towards shortstop. Oh, Tuttle's in no man's land. They throw it across the diamond and get the batter that time, Mayer. Shortstop, Jane Jones, totally could have gotten Tuttle there, who was way off the base, but uh, Tuttle, living right, makes it to third base on the fielder's choice. Actually, not a fielder's choice, just a 6-3, and it just moved up the runner, Tuttle. Here's the pitch, low, in the dirt. Carly Kincaid, the Trojan catcher at the plate, right-handed hitter, takes ball one. Trojans have two runs on eight hits, no errors. Gaylord, no runs and a hit, and also no errors. Well-played game here this morning in game one from MSU. Kincaid swings, fouls it off. One ball, one strike to the Trojan backstop. Kincaid, a solid defensive player here for the Trojans, takes a ball. Where's number 10? Of course, in Owasso sports, you've got to think of Brad Van Pelt when you think of the number 10. Here's a pop. Oh, a fan from Bancroft hauled that one in over here on the right field side. So, two balls, two strikes. 
Harley Kincaid, the right-handed hitter, into the box, waiting the slants here by Avery. And Parker with a nice drop ball that time, strikes out Kincaid. So two out. That'll bring to the plate Kendall Anderson. She had a base hit last time up. Runner on at third is Tuttle. Here's the windup in the pitch. Anderson kind of defensively swings at that one. It's fouled down the third baseline. Strike one. Her favorite food, a favorite food of a lot of high school kids, pizza. Here's a pitch, swing and a miss. That time Parker took a little bit off that one, and Anderson was way ahead. Two, we got two strikes now on the Trojan right fielder. Parker trying to dig deep. It's fouled back at the screen. Caleb was coming right at us here. What a beautiful press box facility they have over here at Secchia Field on the campus of MSU. It's a first for the old sports guy over here, I'll tell you what. But it's a great, great setting for a high school or college softball game. Here's the ball in the dirt. They throw it to first on the strikeout. And that'll be the third out. So we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Trojans hanging on to that 2 nothing lead. And we'll see if they can hold on. Nelson House Funeral Homes, their top goal is to serve the families in our community. The number one priority, caring for our friends and neighbors and being right there when you need them the most. Check them out on the web at nelson-house.com for more details. Also, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is a mortgage and land contract services company that's focused on your success. One-on-one -on -one service led by Jim Woodworth. Call 989-720-4380 or get more info on the web at successgroupmortgage.com. Well, leading it off here for the Gaylord Blue Devils here in the bottom of the sixth inning will be Caitlin Robbins. She grounded out to the pitcher last time. Her only a bat so far. Ireland's faced one over the minimum so far in this game. Here's a bunt attempt. It's up. Kincaid catches the pop in foul territory. One up, one down. So Ireland continues to cruise. The winner of this game plays at 10 a.m. Saturday morning right back here at the stadium. Ireland 35-3 on the season. Goes to the stretch. Here's the pitch. Hit towards center field. A little looper that time for a base hit. Just hit the green grass area in center field. So... Second hit of the afternoon here for Gaylord. Now I guess we're still morning, technically at about 10 after 11. So Alexis Shepard will come up.
She grounded to second base first time up and took a walk in uh, the fourth inning. Ireland rubs the ball on her right thigh, now goes to the windup and the pitch. Line to second base. Hemker with a backhand, flips it to second base to get the force and the lead runner. Shepard on on the fielder's choice, but Parker retired at second base, four to six. That brings to the plate dangerous freshman left-handed hitter, Jaden Jones. She could tie it up here with a long ball. 2-0, Owasso on top. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Open stance here for the number three hitter in the lineup. Well, she looks menacing with that stance. Swings and fouls it back here. Strike one to the Gaylord shortstop. Where's number 20? Trojans playing her straight up. Center fielder Ginger, about mid-range out there in center field. Jones has good power. 70 RBIs on the season. Takes a strike at the knee. And keep in mind, Jones also 13 home runs on the season. Probably the most dangerous hitter along with Alexis Kozlowski here for the Blue Devils. Ireland goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. Fouled back to the screen. Jones stays alive. She's behind 0-2. Here in the bottom of the sixth, 2-0 Owasso on top. Two out here for Gaylord. Left-handed freshman hitter Jordan Jones at the plate. Extreme open stance. Here's the pitch. Fouled back again. A good at-bat here for Jones. Trying to get the timing of Macy Ireland. Ireland's got to be a little careful here. You don't want to give her anything at all to hit with being ahead in the count. No balls, two strikes. It looks like Jones has pretty good plate coverage there with the bat, though, too. Might be a good time to waste one here for Ireland. Here's the pitch. Hit one up the middle. Shortstop Meyer bobbles it, but then tags the runner and drops it. So Jamie Meyer, the ball was hit hard to her. She dropped it. She or she dropped it at first, then came over and tagged the runner, but then the ball popped out. Joellen Smith, the head coach, wants to come out and have a chat with the third base umpire to see what he was looking at there. I think her argument is, hey, I think she had it long enough. But it would have been the third out of the inning. I think you've got to give the umpire the benefit of the doubt on that one. you just got to hang on to the ball. It's not like you're taking it out of the ball, out of the ball glove to throw it. And Coach Smith is satisfied with the answer. So we got runners on second and first for Gaylord. Their cleanup hitter, Alexis Kozlowski, coming to the plate. Koz is only a sophomore, but she comes into the ballgame. 5'15 batting average. 
50 RBIs, and she's got a couple runners on with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. This is really probably do-or-die time because the lower part of their order is coming up. And right now, Ireland wants to dig in and get this left-handed hitter. Also open stance. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. And, boy, she took a boob Powell. Swing at that one. The big rip. I know our younger fans probably get a kick out of my old-timer references. Boog Powell, who the heck's that? 2 nothing. Trojans on top, two on for Gaylord. Here's one down the right field line, left field line, foul out of play. And once again, Ireland ahead in the count, 0-2 to Alexis Kozlowski. Shepard on at second base. Jaden Jones on at first. Trojan fans stomping their feet, trying to make a little noise. Two strikes, two outs, bottom of the sixth inning. Gaylord at the plate. Here's the pitch. Outside, good job by Ireland to make sure that the hitter couldn't get to that one. Kincaid, nice job snagging that, keeping the runner at first. Owasso up two zip. They'd like to keep it that way if they can remain two runs ahead heading to the seventh inning. But it's all up to Ireland and her teammates right now. Ireland. One ball, two strikes to the batter. Here's the pitch. Popped up to left. Let's see if Thayer can run it down. And Reese Thayer puts it away. And the Owasso fans on their feet as we're going to the seventh inning with the Trojans on top, two to nothing. Anchored Sportswear, they're the area's top clothing and more printing business. Located in the heart of Owasso on West Exchange Street with a full line of Trojan gear in stock. Follow them on Facebook at Hankard.Sportswear. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. A tax and bookkeeping pro located on Bacchus Street in Corona near McCurdy Park. Give them a call for an appointment at 989 743 5459 or go online at GrahamAccounting.biz. Well, here we go, top of the seventh inning. Leading off for Owasso. Number 16, Sydney Summers, sophomore third baseman. She had a base hit in the second, was left stranded on third base. She popped out to shortstop in the fourth inning. Comes into the game with. A solid batting average on the year, and she takes a strike on the outside corner. No balls and a strike to the Trojans' third baseman, Sidney Summers. Here's the pitch. Lines one over towards the first baseline. Goes foul out of play. So now she falls behind in the count. 0 and 2. Coming up for Gaylord in the seventh will be Wangler, Radulski, and Mogenberg. Summers fouls one back into the stands. A fan from Westtown, Owasso, brings that one in. 
Summers, her favorite teacher is Mrs. Shattuck. She lines one to shortstop. The shortstop, a diving stop, but too late at first. Jaden Jones, a fantastic diving attempt. Popped to her feet, fired it across the diamond, but Summers just beat it out at first base. So another base hit for the Trojans. They brought their hitting sticks today. That's the ninth hit for Owasso. Gaylord has only managed a couple base hits. That brings to the plate Nevaeh Ginger. Squares around a bunt. Called strike on the outside corner. Ginger, the hitting hero in the last couple of games for the Trojans. Clutch hitter coming out of the number nine position here today. Looking for her first hit. Sacrifice bunt beautifully done as she gets it to the pitcher and they go to first for the out. So Ginger does her job, gets that runner over to second base with a perfect sacrifice bunt out in front of the plate between first and pitcher's mound. Pitcher had to field it, and that will bring the top of the order up. Lexi Hemkers had a great game so far with a couple of base hits and been stellar in the field. She takes a strike at the belt. 2 nothing Owasso on top here on Three Point Pod. I'm Ted Fattel. Hope you're enjoying this one. Here's a ball a little bit high that time. Hemker looking at one and one. She had a base hit in the first inning and a base hit in the fifth. She uh, grounded one to shortstop for a force out at second base in the, the second inning. Here's the pitch. Ball just on the inside corner. Nice job by Mogenberg, the catcher, too, to help frame that one in for the umpire, Tom Rossum. So Hemker behind, one ball, two strikes in the count. Here's the pitch. One fouled into the stands over behind the first base dugout there. They throw the ball back into first base coach Terry Smith. His wife, the head coach of the team, Joellen Smith, think about this. Between her and the original softball coach at Owasso, Denny Hill, only two coaches in program history, almost 50 years of experience. Here's Hemker, hits it to third. They check the runner, they go to first base for the out, and the runner at second slides into third. Good heads up play there by Sidney Summers. So 5-3 on the play, but it's a second out. Good heads up running, too, by Summers. And that will bring to the plate Madison Rainey. Rainey, one of the real heroes of that quarterfinal game with a bottom of the seventh two-run shot to tie the game to send it to extras where the Trojans won it in the eighth on the base hit by Ginger. She takes a strike one on the outside corner. She wears number nine. Digs in there in the right side of the box. Puts that left foot up just a little bit. Here's the pitch. Ooh, nearly hit her, but just missed her. Parker got that one a little bit too far inside. 1-1 one, one the count. Two outs here in the top of the seventh inning. Owasso hanging on to a 2-0 lead. Here's Rainey takes it. Little bit low. Excellent pitch that time by Parker. Very close. Two balls and a strike. 
to Madison Rainey. Here's the windup in the pitch. Fouled back off the catcher's mitt. So that'll make the count 2-2 here on the Trojan DP. Joellen Smith, as I mentioned earlier, in her 38th season, 807 wins against only 538 losses. But, I mean, she has been just misconsistent in that entire 38 runs. On our latest podcast, she said, you know, it takes about six or seven years to really get a program rolling, but she's had nothing but success in the spring for Owasso. Here's a foul tip back to the screen there by Rainey. And again, I want to send a shout-out to outgoing athletic director Dallas Lintner. Going to be moving into a different administrative position and uh, always had a lot of fun and enjoyed working with him as the AD. Look forward to working with a new one. There's a foul down the left field side, down third baseline. Count remains 2-2. 2 nothing Owasso on top. Two outs here in the top of the sixth. Here's the windup and the pitch. Little change up again. Fouled down that third base line. Rainey sticking in there. Elementary school. She went to Salem Lutheran before making her way into the Owasso public school system. Here's a foul back off the screen again on the hands. Well, she's going to be a solid wife someday because her favorite uh, hobby is shopping. And I'm sure all the husbands out there will appreciate that. Here's a pitch. Just misses the outside. Oh, on the outside corner. She's caught looking. Owasso fans not too happy with that call. Even fooled this old broadcaster. But the umpire has a little closer view. So that uh, retires the side. And we're going to head to the bottom of the seventh inning right here on Three Point Podcast. For your next uh, charitable donation, please consider the ALS Association. There's still no cure for Lou Gehrig's disease, and every 90 minutes someone is diagnosed with ALS. For more details, go online at webmi.alsa.org. We need to find a cure for that horrendous disease. Well, here we go. I'm going to stay right here. I'm Ted Fattel. It's been my pleasure to bring you this contest this morning. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning now. Owasso hanging on to a 2-0 lead. Leading it off will be number five hitter, left fielder, Addison Wangler. Her main mission right now is try to find her way on base. Ireland going to do her best to keep her off the base for sure. She goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. A little bit high. Ball one. I'm sure Coach Joe Smith chatted with Ireland to tell her, hey, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Relax a little bit. Just keep things within your grip. Don't overthrow. Well, ball one right now. Wangler. Pops one up. Coming back towards us and just in front of us in the stands. Cleared the screen. One ball, one strike. Looked like maybe one of the Owasso Little Leaguers 
caught that one. One and one. Wangler at the plate. Here is the delivery by Ireland. A little bit low that time. Two balls and a strike. Nail-biting time here for both teams. The Trojans trying to hang on to that 2-0 lead. Gaylord trying to mount a comeback here. 41-1 Gaylord. Only lost to Traverse City West. And keep in mind again, six freshmen and two sophomores in that starting lineup. Here's a foul back. Back behind the screen again. Evens the count at 2-2. Wassel fans again making some noise. Ireland toes the rubber. Moves the ball around in her glove. Here's the pitch. Hit towards second. Hemker stays down. Flips it over to Tunnel. One up, one down. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. One out. Gaylord at the plate. Looks like they're going to bring in, a, I think, a pinch hitter. Looks like number four coming in. Number four, Miller. It's Miller going to bat for Radulski. Left-handed hitter. Going to try and get herself on base. Here's Ireland, the pitch. A bunt attempt. It's up in the air. And just goes to the screen. Braley Miller at the plate. She falls behind. No balls and a strike. Here's Ireland. Going to the stretch and wind up in the pitch. Oh, they were trying to bunt it again. So I'm t guessing Miller might be one of their better bunters on the team. They want to just try and get somebody on base here. And bring the uh, tying run to the plate if they can. Ireland. Slow wind up in the pitch. A little bit low. Two balls, one strike. The Wasso fans not happy. <laughs> uh, the tension is thick here at Secchia Stadium. Two balls and a strike to pinch hitter Brayler Miller. Brayley Miller. And again, she takes a ball. Showing bunt. Three and one. Well, if you're Ireland, you just got to make her hit the ball. Don't want to give her a free pass. That is a pitcher's curse, especially late in the game. Three balls and a strike to Braley Miller. Here's Ireland. Toes the rubber of the pitch. The bunt attempt. Miller fouls it back. Looked like it might have been a little high. So now the count is full. Trojans up two zip. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Gaylord at bat. One out. Pinch hitter Miller at the plate. Here's the pitch. And it's a walk. Just misses outside. 
So Miller draws the walk. That'll bring to the plate Taylor Mogenberg. Keep in mind, she was the hero in the quarterfinal with a two-run shot, or with a home run, rather, to win it. She could tie things up with a two-run shot here. Ireland. The crowd chanting Owasso. Here's the pitch. The pop-up towards third. On the line! Just a little dinker pop-up over the third baseman. And Mogenberg gets a base hit. Two on. One out. The number eight hitter coming to the lineup. Haley Lenardowitz. The Wasso Trojans are going to have a little confab at the mound area. I think we might get a runner in at first base possibly here. Coach Abe Cruz out talking to the umpire. His eighth season. 110 wins on his career. Well, you knew it wasn't going to be easy. It's intense. So the conversation on the mound is over. We've got girls on the corners for once beaten Gaylord. Runner on third, runner on first base. At the plate, Haley Lenardowitz takes a strike one at the knee. Dangerous situation here for the Trojans with a potential winning run at the plate here to close things out. Here is the windup and the pitch by Ireland. And it's a strike and a throw down to second base as the runner's going to second. They put the tag on. Out! Strike! And then the runner comes in from third, but a huge play there by the Trojans as... Carly Kincaid guns it down to second base for the tag and the out, and we're down to one possible pitch here. We got two strikes on the batter, Lenardowitz. Let's see what happens here. It's Ireland who's been tough all season long. She has 35 and three for her record. She's the pitcher of record in all the games. Looks to her catcher Kincaid now. The windup and the pitch. Strike three. The Trojans win it here and pick up the semifinal victory. And they'll now move on to championship action on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. What a performance throughout this tournament for the Owasso Trojans and their head coach, Joe Ellen Smith. And what a performance here. Macy Ireland on the hill. Eight strikeouts and only given up three hits and got out of trouble in the seventh inning to finish this one off. I'll be right back after this to do the recap on this ball game, but the Trojans going to the state championship for the first time in history. Well, I hope you enjoyed this one on Three Point Podcast. The Trojans offensively had a nice day here. They started out early, scored a couple runs in the second inning on uh, three, uh, two base hits. Uh, they also threatened leaving a runner on third base, but they took a 2-0 lead, and really Ireland held that all the way to the very end. Leading away offensively, Lexi Hemker was 2-for-4, 2-for-3, Ren Tuttle. Going 1-for-3 was Jamie Meyer, the shortstop, also 1-for-3, Carly Kincaid, who had that solid defensive play in the seventh, and going 2-for-3, Sydney Summers. So a big win by the Trojans. They finished with nine hits, and they'll now play in a state championship game of Division Two on Saturday morning right back here at the MSU Stadium. Well, I want to thank our sponsors who helped us out here on Three Point Podcast, and they include Advanced Elevator Company, the ALS Association, Michigan, 
Hankard Sportswear, JJ's Excavating and Tree Service, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Owasso Speedway, Promec Engineering Services, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Sheridan Auction Service, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, William Graham Tax and Accounting, and Z925 The Castle. So that'll be a wrap here from MSU. It's once again Owasso 2 and Gaylord 1. On behalf of everybody here at the stadium, thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, I'm Ted Fattel saying so long.